Welcome back to the Palm Posty Diaries, dispatch number nine. I am worried. No one is taking my warnings seriously. A week ago, I encountered an horrific display of animal brutality, followed by a personal attack by a new species of vampiric hummingbird. Cousin David, Attenborough, has been conspicuous by his absence of any reply to my pleas. He is busy, I know, but you would think an exception was to be made. I am family, after all. I have a friend whose half-brother is Nigel Marvin. You know the one. Tall, dark, and likes getting into scrapes with dangerous creatures. Britain's answer to Steve Irwin, if Steve hadn't been blonde, short, and with a magnetic personality. Oh, and world-famous. Anywho, I may be forced to contact Nigel through my friend, for Cousin David is not having a bar of me. I was expecting a lockdown, at least, at the locale, following my reports that such beasts were on the loose. And there is talk of one, but not thanks to yours truly. Oh, no. Another concern entirely has gripped at least a considerable proportion of the whole country. Its cause? Coronavirus. COVID-19. The so-called pandemic sweeping the globe. I have spent the last week building an underground bunker, stocked up on tinned goods, contacted the embassy, and had delivered through the diplomatic pouch an extra set of tiddlywinks in case... God forbid, the world goes to rack and ruin, and I am forced to rely on my training, winking out ne'er-do-wells, miscreants bent on stealing my supplies, which I have safely stowed, including pasta, toilet rolls, and my beloved Garibaldi's. If you don't know, then don't ask. Words can't do them justice. All of this is just a precaution, of course. However... I can't help but feel the real reason for all the hype surrounding this pandemic is manufactured. There are agent provocateurs working on a global scale to deviate our attention from what is really going on. I have worked in this murky world of clandestine smoke and mirrors for longer than I care to admit. I recognize the signs have in the past initiated much the same of what is unfolding before us today. I am more informed and better placed than the average citizen, due to my experience and ceaseless online research through such respected, peer-reviewed scientific empirical studies by the likes of the Flat Earth Society, to name just one of the many venerable institutions of genuine integrity I have selected to plumb the depths of, in order to come to a position of clarity vis-à-vis -vis the world and its current geopolitical state. And what have I gleaned? Well, it's simple, really. The world's human populace is under attack from the creatures I encountered a week ago now. Why have there been no reports other than mine own? One explanation is that all reports of these awful birds have been covered up. All efforts at warning stymied. 
The birds are the ones administering a dose of some man-made virus uploaded by our systems, whilst simultaneously taking a blood sample for DNA analysis by an agency responsible for the genetically engineered birds. Surely, I hear you cry, why is no one else mentioning these birds in conversation? Well, isn't it obvious? No, no, I must stop thinking you are all party to my ability in filtering all before you and coming to the truth. I must explain. There have been many attacks on the good folk of the Gold Coast, and I can only think the world. But no one has the capability to withstand such mental trauma as I do, due to my training and natural mental toughness. Their minds have not allowed themselves to recall such an experience, lest the black hole I mentioned last week drags them down to its depths from whence there is no return. No, best not to confront the horror. So, it is as if nothing has occurred. When told a virus, which is highly contagious, is the cause, it is accepted with enthusiasm. A perfect coup. Control of the masses through fear. Having come to this conclusion, I have to prepare for further attempted curtailment of my activities by the higher authorities responsible for this mayhem. Of course, I will not be deterred in my mission to deliver the truth to you all. I know you have become dependent on me for the distillation of all information being thrown at you, resulting in the truth, no matter how awful it may be. Knowledge is power, but with power comes much responsibility. And I have come to this decision, despite the words of Colonel Nathan R. Jessup in the film, a few good men ringing in mine ears like a death knell. You can't handle the truth! Oh, do, do excuse me whilst I... Oh, good Lord, it's Brother Benji calling from Blighty. I, I must take this. Hello, Benji? I I'm so glad you called. I'm glad you answered after my stirring your porridge back here, to, so to speak, vis-a-vis -vis dear old Pippa. No, no, someone had to do it. Glad you took up the mantle. Very gracious of you. Now, I'm calling on behalf of Cousin David, busy as he is. I caught him rushing out of a London club the other night, being pursued by some poor bugger whose wife had taken a shine. So I bustled him into the old jam jar and sped off to calmer climes. He was most grateful and happened to mention your concern over a bird attack last week. That's right. Absolutely horrific it was, Benji. He said you needed to identify the blighters and that you gave a very detailed account of them which helped him to come to a very speedy conclusion regarding their identity. Hang on. He can't know what they are. Nothing like this has ever been seen before. They're a new species. I was hoping he would verify this, have the creatures categorized, and come to the inevitable conclusion they are genetically engineered mutants, bent on lessening the human populace cared of the evil Illuminati who run the world. And he said they were mosquitoes. Very large ones, granted, 
but mosquitoes, nevertheless. He said the lack of feathers should have been a clue. Boulder dash! And the legs, all six of them. How many birds do you know of having no feathers, six legs, and the capability to draw blood from a proboscis designed for the purpose were his exact words? We had a bloody good laugh at your expense, I'm afraid, old boy. But you have to admit, your record on this sort of thing is consistent. What about the time you convinced yourself snakes with the work of a covert operation to rid the world of lapdogs when your chihuahua was chomped in the garden by that anaconda which had escaped from next door. Oh, how we laughed. <laughs> Manfred was very dear to me, and I challenge anyone after an experience like that not to come to the conclusion, especially after seeing that film, Snakes on a Plane, which you made me watch not long after. On the pretense of an invitation to see Driving Miss Daisy, if I remember correctly. One of your favourites, I seem to recall. Is it too cruel of me to reveal it was I who was responsible for letting loose the snake that day at chomped old Manfred? <laughs> Little shit barked too much anyway. You must admit it was fun seeing it disappear down between those enormous reticulated jaws. <laughs> what?! Oh, Manfred! <laughs> Anywho, must dash, or the kidlets will skin the rabbits live again, costing me a small fortune. Still, we've rabbit pie in strong supply. Might come in handy when the world goes to hell, come to think of it. Whilst all and sundry buy out the supermarkets, I will have emptied the surrounding countryside of all wildlife including a cow or two along the way. Don't worry, you silly old twock. Come back to Blighty if it all gets too much, and I'll look after you. <laughs> Doodle-pip. The bare-faced effrontery. I must get hold of Nigel for a second opinion immediately. It would not surprise me if the bastards had turned my own brother against me in an attempt to throw me off the scent. Though it seems he was against me from the start, by all accounts. Oh, Manfred! <laughs> Over and out. <laughs>